0: The We Are Doll Nation podcast, reports and opinions are not those of UGA. This is not yet an official podcast of the University of Georgia. This is the We Are Dog Nation podcast. I'm your host, Nation, and that is short for Dawn Nation. And I, shh, shh, break it in, break it in, bring it in. I got an announcement to make. I got a big announcement to make. You're listening? Here it is. Today is May 23rd. 2019. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Bulldog fans, all ages, uh, let's get ready for some football. It is officially 100 days until we step into Vanderbilt Stadium in Nashville, Tennessee, and curb stomp the Vanderbilt Commodores on August 31st on our quest and our mission to be the 2019 NCAA football champions, baby. It's our time. It's our season. It's our moment. Never, I mean never have expectations been so high in the state of Georgia, in the football program. I'm so excited. It ain't hype no more, baby. It's real. It's real. And we're here to stay. And we're going to be fighting for that championship every year under Curry Smart for years and years and years to come. What a wonderful week this has been. Tuesday! Oh my goodness. So, it, the great news is it's fall Tuesday. It was just falling all over the place Tuesday. First, we got Jalen Carter, a top 10 defensive tackle and a top 100 player. Top 100 player in the country. coming to UGA. You know, building on that, that that defensive line. Very aggressive. He's very, very aggressive. Like body-clamping people and slinging them. I mean, he's He's a beast. And then we find out the five-star wide receiver for the class of 2019 and George Pickens. He qualifies academically. He's going to be here next week getting ready for summer workouts and getting ready for fall workouts and all that good stuff. He's clear. He's, he's coming to Georgia. He's ready. Oh, then the news that set the Bulldog community on fire on Tuesday. Been waiting for it. Been waiting for it. Zeus. Zamir White. The number one running back in the class of 2018. That young man is going to be special. If you you have not had the opportunity, please do yourself a favor. Go on YouTube. Type in Zamir White highlights. Z-A-M-I-R White highlights. It's going to be special. Everybody knows about him in that area of North Carolina where he's from. They say he was better than Todd Gurley was at that same age. So, look, if he going to be better than Todd Gurley, man, whoo, whoo, or this is good, man, man, it's going to be, it, it's on now. He's been cleared for practice, baby. He's been cleared for practice. And, and that's two more months of conditioning. Two more months of working out. He's clear for contact. Oh, it is on now, and so, but one thing about knee injuries, to what they sometimes you gotta look at, hey, he, you know, he had knee injury, Is his mentality there, because sometimes your mentality don't kind of you know, don't kind of match where your healing's at, and so what's his mindset? Well, let's go over his mindset real quick, let's dive inside the mindset of Zeus, Zamir White, for a second. So let's go back a few months or so, back to last September, September 3rd, where he tweeted this is a month after, uh, He's towards ACL. We tweeted out. He tweeted out, hard works beat talent when talent refuses to work hard. On the September 9th, he tweeted out, he retweeted a post from Adrian uh, Peterson. This one for everyone that doubts, that ever doubted me. Now, Adrian Peterson, if he can have the type of impact that, you know, bounce that he had, that's gonna be phenomenal. Because Adrian Peterson towards ACL on Christmas Eve in 2011, come back to the 2000, uh, 2012 season and roughly over 2,000 rushing yards. And so, if he got that mindset, it's not going to hold him back. This is, man, look, this is going to (laughs) be, this year He's going to be something serious. Then, on this past April, on April 9th, he tweeted out, make your enemies hate, but make them watch your dreams come true. And then, just one day, after being cleared, to go practice, to get hit, he tweeted out, "The story, gonna be legendary." And so, for those who won't got insight on how good he is, let's listen to the Tres Patrick. The Tres Patrick uh, just graduated, um, getting ready to go out to. Uh, well, I think he's either, either the Chargers, or it's the uh, Rams. Can't think right now, but he has a, a free agent deal. So. He's trying to shot NFL right now. But let's hear what the Transpatrick had to say how Zamir White was last year in fall practice before he got a chance, or summer practice, however you want to call it, before he got the chance before he got hurt. So here's the Transpatrick. I don't
1: know that any player gets fans more excited right now than Zamir, because we really haven't seen him at the college level yet. And you know, we've been, you know, teased with the possibility, but it hasn't happened yet. We've heard some positive reports about how his injury recovery is going, but what do you think it's going to really be like once once Samir's playing again? Or do you really get a sense uh, that, that you know? Because the fact is, I guess you have, really haven't even seen him practice very much. Well, but I have. So let me tell uh, you, um, the spring, right before he got injured, so he was pregnant, I think he got injured, uh, like, at in, the end of his first spring, uh, towards the end of his first spring. Yeah and when i tell you he ripped us apart like literally like so hard to tackle no one could tackle him one on one like cuz he he actually did a couple scrimmages i think he okay. did the first scrimmage maybe the second scrimmage yeah this was in august of course yeah but, and we could not tackle him like we he, Bring him down, and he ran really tough. So I'm excited to see what he's what he's going to do to people in the opposite color jersey. So uh, I can't wait, man. I'm, I'm glad his recovery is going well. Yeah. Uh, I, I I hope that he will be back soon. Did you, get a sense?
0: did you hear that? Huh? Did you hear that? Huh? Man, look. I, I what I did was I put up the picture of Amir White on the uh, on the podcast so you got a link on that that's that's him that's him um uh, at frustrated mad because he can't practice at that point in time so he he he's ready and it's on now and not to mention with the embarrassment of riches you already got deAndre Swift who's a beast Who's a, a first-round uh, caliber type of player. They got Brian Heron ready to break out and show what he can do. He, he has NFL talent. Oh, oh, don't forget. Don't forget James Cook, who to put on weight and kept his speed. Oh, 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 oh. And getting this hot shot freshman coming in. Look, listen. Listen. The embarrassment of riches that running back is is crazy. I yo this this hundred days. I can't wait. Matter of fact, I'm so happy. Matter of fact, tomorrow makes ninety nine. Okay. Um. I hey, I, I can't wait. I can't wait. So something else I want to talk get on touch on here is Kirby Smart. Now I said before on several podcasts how Kirby Smart will be for the next twenty years, et cetera, et cetera, and then winning and it's been a nice, wonderful ride. And he'll probably end up, you know, be the athletic director sometime, maybe around 65 years old, maybe 70. He might switch over there. I don't know. Uh, but I do expect Kirby to be for a very long time. But a question came up about the longevity. Would Kirby, because, you know, end up going somewhere else and taking another job somewhere else and working somewhere else? And they're probably hitting the NFL because, I mean, Kirby is a, he's an excellent coach and, I mean, after you leave Georgia and after you win that championship of Georgia, I mean, where else would you go? And so he was down to Brainbridge, Georgia, where he's from, at the country club. And they asked him, you know, would you ever leave Georgia? He said, why would I ever leave? He said, i a bulldog through and through. He said, I have more passion and energy in my heart for the University of Georgia than you will ever realize. Yo, that, 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 that just did it for me. I like, yeah. Yep, yep, exactly what I thought. He he he's not going anywhere. I remember I remember a report back in two thousand five, he told Larry Munson then his dream job would be Coach UGA. He he staying. He ain't going nowhere. But I do wanna kinda hit on something. Um uh, I know it's kinda far out. I'm I'm kinda like that guy that thinks I'll weigh out in the future or whatever. But look here. There's going to come a day and come a moment when UGA winning it all again. Okay? And like I said, a dynasty train is coming. It's coming to Athens, Georgia. It's going to park there. It's going to stay there for a minute. We're going to be in the playoff hunt every year. Every year on the Smarter. But when we do get to the point where we start winning like this and a championship here and a championship there, please, 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 please. Let's not get stupid. Now, I know, not you, but you're the, you're the bulldog friends. You know, let's not get stupid. Because I remember, I'm on Twitter, and, you know, I hate Bama, like everybody's hate Bama or whatever. But, no, reality, some things you gotta look and go, are you, are you serious? There were some Bama fans, literally. Mind you, Nick Saban has won five championships with Alabama. There were some fans, literally, calling for and saying he needs to be fired. I'm right, like, you morons. What were you before him? And so I thought about it. So, you know, when we, get to, when we get to that point and we win championships like that, let's not be idiots. Let's not be dummies. Let's not forget where we came from. Let's, let's not forget the Mark Rick years and Jim Donnie years and Ray Goff years. Let's not forget the ridicule that we get or had because we won one since 1980 and the days of Herschel Walker let's not forget those those hard times and stay grateful through all about to happen I'm telling you I'm telling you and I'm so glad I got this podcast that I can, people can record and go back and go back and say hey you were not the one saying look the dynasty is coming so I'm like you know I just kind of want to throw that in there and I'll touch on more of that later on throughout the uh, you know season the seasons to come because it, it's, it's about to hit but I'm so glad we got a coach who's such on this cutting edge and stuff. It kind of goes how Kirby' playing for the long run. Here recently, I don't know if you guys uh, noticed, well you probably noticed, but Kirby is starting to schedule tougher opponents going forward. He's tired of cupcakes. And so you got teams like Virginia, Oregon, Oklahoma, Clemson. UCLA, Florida State, Texas, those game, you know, those gonna be on the schedule on a regular basis to make the t- make the schedule tougher. And so what's going to happen is, I mean, I like the four, I like the four game playoff schedule, but in a while it's gonna jump to eight. And so the, ho- the harder the schedule you have, the tougher the schedule you have, the more favorites, more favorable you're gonna look upon when you have a tougher schedule. And so that's just, I mean, he's 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 a He's leading the calls with this. He's out front leading the charge with this. He wants Georgia to have a tougher schedule. And Kirby knows. He knows what I know. Out, look, outside of Miami and outside of Southern California, okay, you're not going to find a better place to play college football than Athens, Georgia. You're Right down the street in Atlanta, Georgia. So if you really wanted to, you know, somebody I could kind of compete with uh, Athens, Georgia, especially after a championship, a living, a living area is either Miami or Southern California. And if you ain't got the right recruiter, it's going to be all Georgia. Kirby has taken Georgia from being, you know, a nice, good program to really a national brand. It used to be keep all the, 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 the uh, borders around the wall, keep all the, the, the guys at home, lock them in. like, no, 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 no. We're going to cross this country, and we got the best, best players, we're bringing them here. He has changed the culture of UGA, and I'm so glad about it. All right, so coming up next, we're going to get into the Great Wall of Georgia, a couple more big-time recruits that are committed, and a future quarterback that's coming in the class of 2020 that some say has the mind of Jake Fromm, and the arm of Matthew Stafford. Don't go anywhere. 100 days of kickoff. Coming up next. And we are back on the We Are Donation podcast with this 100 days of kickoff. That's probably 99 and a half now, and, uh, or 99 now, whatever, by the time you guys hear this. But hey, it's getting closer. August thirty-first to be here. Before you know it, and we gonna curb-stomp the Commodore event, the Commodore, <laughs> the Vanderbilt Commodores, in Vanderbilt Stadium. That's it. Can you believe that? That's their stadium name. That's it. I mean, I get why they. Co- I mean, I get it, but that's just kind of boring. Just be named Vanderbilt Stadium. But you know what? Don't matter. We coming in there, stomping them out game one on our quest to be national champions. But moving on forward. Now we all have heard of the Great Wall of China. Hopefully. But I want to talk about another great wall. Another wonderful wall. A wall that's rated the best wall in college football going into the preseason. And that wall is called the Great Wall of Georgia. This wall is averaging six foot five Three hundred thirty-five, three hundred thirty pounds per lineman, under Sam Pittman, who's arguably the greatest offensive line coach in the game today in college football, and arguably the greatest assistant recruiter in college football today, who has a wonderful record with putting the top-notch offensive lineman in the uh, in NFL track record over several years, and so this great wall of Georgia just, just attracting more and more greatness. You know, it's gonna it's going we already started off with Nick Chubb and Son Michelle and kinda of little bit before that, but really Nick Chubb and Son Michelle both go off a thousand yards. Started that thing off wonderfully. Then last year it was uh Swift and Holyfield and this year be somebody else. Probably uh with, with Swift doing a thousand yards too as well. And so that's gonna keep inviting in the top five, the top running backs, the top five star running backs in uh, two at a time for years to come. Hey, we can both go to Georgia and run for $1,000 apiece on this great wall of Georgia. It's going to keep bringing in some of the top quarterbacks. Hey, I can stay, stay up in the pocket and be safe and protected behind this great wall of Georgia. We just added on to the great wall of Georgia here recruiting. One of the best officers in the country, he's a borderline five-star, and that's Tate Ratledge. Who dad, I believe, played for Tennessee, who cares? And he's here in the state of Georgia and decided, you know what? I'm going to play up with Sam Pittman. He's like 6'6, 320, class of 2020. And he's, he's staying home with playing for the Dogs. So this great wall is going to be great for years to come. And, like, look, we have right now, I said before, possibly four offensive linemen going to get drafted in the 2020 draft. Okay. Now, here's the thing. Here's the crazy thing. We got three office alignment that I can think of right now that are five star players. That's not going to start. They get playing time, but they're not going to start. That's uh, Jamari Sawyer, who's the former number one guard in the country. Uh, K Mays, who did well, did very well last year, stepping in for uh, Andrew Ben Cleveland. And, uh, and uh, Clay Wells. All these five-star linemen who normally start right away anywhere else gonna find themselves waiting their turn on the bench because, hey, the quality depth is there, and that's like that's just uh un, almost unheard of. Uh, oh, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, and not to mention the rest of the team is being built up. This great wall, man, it's... it's Phenomenal, 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 phenomenal. And speaking of quarterbacks, let me talk about a particular quarterback real quick. Matter of fact, no. Before I get to, before, before I get like this quarterback, we also picked up a, a, a commit from the number two outside linebacker in the country, in Mikael Sherman, who's, <laughs> hey, look. Side note, hold on, Mikael Sherman, five-star linebacker, right, commits to Georgia. He is so freaking good. He tore his ACL his, going to his junior year. Missed his entire junior year of high school football. And he's still rated in the top 10 best player in the country. Wrap your mind around that. Most times, about I get hurt, they ain't in the top no more. But he's going to these camps and all this type of stuff. <coughs> excuse me. And still balling up. And he's, hey, he's he's, he's prone for uh, a big year. But on to to the quarterback, Carson Beck. Now, I'm so glad that this podcast, that uh, I have opportunity to voice my opinion and voice what I feel. Because now I can look back and have proof to say, hey, I said this back then. This was going to happen. Here's my proof. And, if, and you're going to hear something in a little while I'm, I'm going to play of uh, Carson Beck's trainer. He said something that I felt also as well. Now, I fully believe, I fully, fully, fully believe and darn sure hoping that we win the national championship this year under Jay Fromm because, you know, he's gone next year. But I also believe, and this is no disrespect to DeWan Masses, no disrespect to Stetson Bennett, and I'm not saying those guys won't win one either as a starting quarterback, because I think uh, both have great talent, and I love uh, DeJuan Masters' arm and his running ability, but I just got a gut feeling about Carson Beck. I just do. And I think we're going to win one under him, and I don't want him to leave. I don't want him to transfer. I want him to be at Georgia and stay at Georgia. And so... You're going to hear from uh, Carson Beck's trainer, and he's going to say some things that I've, I've been thinking my, thinking and believing myself. So let me pull this up real quick and play this for you, and I'll be right back with you. Um, I think with the momentum they've
1: got recruiting, I think Carson's the guy that wins the national championship. I really do. I, I've told, and I know this is, I'm going to regret saying this at some point, maybe. Is the kind of kid that if he's not a first round guy, I failed him. We failed him as as coaches, and he's everything's there head, size, arm, everything you want is there. Leadership, Um, I mean, he's recruiting his butt off for Georgia right now. Everything is there. So if, if something other than injury happens, then it's Probably on me as a trainer or them as coaches or whatever it is. He's definitely the kind of talent, though, that you can win a national championship with. Is there any way you can conceive a stronger arm than a high school kid? I've seen a stronger arm. But I've never seen a more functional arm. I've seen kids that can throw a football 85 yards. Witnessed it. But they couldn't hit a wall. Right? There's no reason to throw a ball that hard. <laughs> but as far as being able to control the arm, no, I've never seen it. Recently. I've seen is Elite 11 a couple years ago in um, Charlotte, I can't wait, blown away by Trevor Lawrence. Absolutely blown away. Came back on my radio show and said, this kid is the real deal before his senior year in high school. even saw him play in high school, Alive um, and in person. That's the comparison I would make, it is both of them have great body control and arms to match that. It's very really rare. Very rare. Like, like Jake has amazing body control he's got an amazing mind does he have that arm right and that's the one thing that like will greer is another one that pops in my head and carson's got that arm that when you see him live doesn't translate on film as much but when you see him live you go oh my gosh this kid is spinning it. and he's only 17. so to answer your question i've never seen about that functional of an arm you know it is there are a lot of redshirt freshmen quarterbacks in, in college football
0: redshirt freshmen and quarterbacks in high school football is he a true he's true He's a true 2020, right? True 2020. Yo. Yo. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. See, I was upset that we didn't get no one quarterback in the country for 2020. Uh, well, not when I say I was upset. I was hoping we'd have got him. But uh, after, you know, hearing about Carson Beck, man, I'm excited. Oh, I'm so, so excited. I wish uh, I could have found the other clip. But there's another clip they're talking about how. You know they compare they're saying that carson beck is jake is have a jake from mind and a matthew Stafford's arm yeah that's that's mm, 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 mm. that's scary that's scary and i hope i hope it all pans out because you know of course it's high school and you don't really know what you're gonna do until you get here there's a lot of a lot of all-stars Sometimes get they get to uh, to college and they don't pan out like you want them to, but um, I don't know. I got a good feeling about this kid, so we shall see. We shall see very soon. Another thing I want to bring up uh, got me got me really excited, man. I tell you, it's it's counting down his own. They're counting down his own, man. And Richard LeCount, he posted something on Twitter, and um, I tell you, after the letdown last year. After, you know, laying an egg, not laying an egg, but just not wanting to be there in the Sugar Bowl and just kind of just not playing to our standards and letting Texas do what they did. Um, We're ready. We're ready. And this is what Richard McCown had to say. Look my brothers in their eyes for the last few weeks. And I've seen a look in their eyes I've never seen before. We ready to take this season over. It can't get here fast enough, y'all. It can't get here fast enough. The dog days of summer is on. It is so on. So, let me get into my normal uh, dummy for the moment. And my dummy for the moment goes out to any Tennessee fan that think they're back. Any Tennessee fan that believes, hey, this is our year to win the East. Let me tell you what happened. Just in case y'all missed it, at our spring game, you know, back on April 20th, we had some dumb Tennessee fan come down to UGA and wear a Tennessee jersey. He wore the same jersey of the guy who caught that winning touchdown in 2016 when they beat us at home. Okay, let me tell you what a failure that is to troll uh, one of your rivals. Because the very following year. The very next year, Georgia went up to Tennessee and blanked them. 41-0. to The largest margin of victory in the Georgia-Tennessee history. And, oh, by the way, for kicks and giggles, it was Peyton Manning getting to the Tennessee uh, or College Football Hall of Fame at Tennessee that day. It was Peyton Manning day. And we drubbed them. 41-0. to So, if you're going to try to troll... A fan of another fan base, which you did, yeah. The next following year, you can't lose 41 to 0. So, the dummy of the moment is any Tennessee fan that thinks, hey, we're gonna compete with Georgia this year. You're dumb. You're dumb. I won't let you know, you're a big dummy. All right, so if this is your first time listening to the We Are Donation podcast, I appreciate you so much. Please come back, check out some of the other previous episodes. I just love, love, love talking about these uh, bulldogs. And if you are a returning listener, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. From all across the world if you listen, thank you so much. If you haven't already, follow me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We are Doll Nation. Until next time, this has been your host, Nation, bringing you another podcast. I'm trying to try to come back every two weeks to do this because there's just so much going on right now so much excitement getting built up uh, for the season coming up and before you know it we be in fall practice before you know it be open practice before you know it'll be opening day because right about now it's like an hour and a half left of this day so really we're 99 days away right now for kickoff and the curve stomping season continues. Dynasty is coming, and it's parking itself in Athens, Georgia. Until then, y'all have a great day. A great, a great Bulldog day, a great Bulldog week, a great Bulldog month. Love you guys. As always, go dog. sick